This is a Soulfire production. You guys, today is a very special day. I have my new amazing friend here in Chicago, Kendra Peterson. She is the owner of Drizzle Kitchen, where she is the head chef, and she leads a team of chefs, and they do some pretty incredible things. She has an incredible blog. She has a cookbook. She has an e-course coming out, so you guys are going to get to hear about all of her offerings and all that she gives so many people, and she's really, in my opinion, um, just a bundle of joy and a healer through food and connection, and she uses it as her tool to just make the world a better place. And she's done it since she was young. And the reason why I wanted to have her on the podcast is number one, because she's an amazing human being. And since I've met her every time we connect, I just feel like it's like a kindred sister. You know, we, our parents, we, since we were little, we both went to the same hole in the wall movie theater in Chicago. And we watched Christmas White Christmas. She did. She did a doubleheader. She did White Christmas. We did It's a Wonderful Life, and they did both. Right? You did a doubleheader. No, both. I oh, I did both a few years. I always did um, It's a Wonderful Life. But we're we're kindred souls in that way. And um, she is a private chef for many incredible people here in Chicago and all over. And there's a lot of people on this line that are entrepreneurs that are super into health and wellness that are so committed to maximizing their health and their lives and living a life of their dreams, which you have done from a very young age. As hard as it was, you've activated your gifts and you've lived them out. So you're the perfect person to have on the show. Thank you for being here. We wanted to cook for you guys in person, but COVID. (laughs) So this adorable girl, Kendra, comes to my doorstep and brings me dessert, pumpkin, or, or tell us, tell us what this is. A butternut squash maple mousse with cardamom sugared pumpkin seeds. You guys, get out of here. Okay, so we're both we're gonna cheers through the screen. This is a virtual. This is a virtual moment. <laughs> cheers. Okay, let's try this. Oh my god, it's not heavy. Like that's what I don't like about Thanksgiving and holiday desserts. Because I want to eat. I want to try all of them. Mm-hmm. So one is super heavy. I can't try all of them. Um, I love this. That's what it, it tastes a little bit like breakfast because you can have it like it's cold. It's supposed to be cold like this. It's so good. So I wanted Kendra to come on because you guys, obviously 2020 has been crazy. Okay. So her story is not only inspiring, but also it's holiday time. We have Thanksgiving coming up this week. We're probably when you're listening and we have Christmas coming up and Kendra and I are like holidays are not over, right? Let's make them intimate. Let's make them fun. Let's make them memorable. So we can look back at this year and say, man, you know, 2020 wasn't over. We, we made the best of it and we made the best of it with our food as well. Our food choices through the end of the year. So we can also feel good and fuel our bodies going into the new year. So that's why she's here. Meet my friend, Kendra. Kendra, tell us a little bit about your story while I eat my, my amazing dessert. Eat your snack. That's okay. I'm drinking. It's been a day. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's been a year. It's been a day, a week, a month, a year. Exactly. Um, well, thanks for having me on the podcast, babe. Uh, yeah, so I'm, this is my favorite time of the year. This is, I feel like, when my sparkle really comes through because <laughs> I'm generally a glass is half full person. But if you throw some Christmas and Thanksgiving cheer on there, I'm, you know, I'm like a cartoon character. 
And I think everyone needs a friend who's a cartoon character right now because COVID. Yeah. You know, so um, the holidays, I think we were just talking about this. People, People are getting bummed out. People are getting disappointed because they have to cancel things. You know, we're nervous about spreading. But there are still absolutely ways that I think we can still have tradition, maybe build new customs, uh, and, and still have joy at your holiday table. And for me, I mean, for you also, food and meals, that, that's, that's it. That's what connects you. I mean, what, what else do you connect over at Thanksgiving? Maybe football, but I think generally speaking, everyone loves the food at Thanksgiving. So I, I, I want to inspire people to still love and be happy and joyful around this holiday, even though it's going to look totally different this year. You know, my, my family is going to be much smaller at our holiday party. It's basically my quarantine bubble that I'm going to be with. And that's okay. So we're, you know, we're shaking it up. We're doing a themed Thanksgiving instead of a normal one. Like there's lots of fun things to do. Oh my God. Tell us about this theme. That's fun. I love that idea. I... I don't know. Because I cook for a living, I get bored with Thanksgiving recipes. I don't know. Turkey is not my favorite poultry. Okay, It's not my poultry choice. So we do traditional stuff. We still have turkey and stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. But then we theme it and then we base the menu, the other part of the menu on the theme. So this year it's the Sopranos. How fun. Tell me more. We all want to wear velour tracksuits and just be comfortable. (laughs) I'm dead. I just died. That is so fun. Yeah. So, um, so, so it's going to be all Italian. We already have like empty Chianti bottles with the wax dripping down. And, oh my God. You know, we're going to like wrap bricks with dollar bills. So it's like stacks. Of, oh yeah. We get really into it. We decorate it. We dress up. Mm-hmm. It's very so fun. fun. So I know that sounds crazy. It's actually a really fun way to totally change the holiday. And even if it's just your immediate family, you know, go on Amazon, order, order like a little costumey thing, you know, and, and it allows you to, to change up your recipes and just have a That is more. such a great idea. So what's yeah. on the menu? Can you tell us? Um, we are doing um, a regatte cheesecake. You can't call it ricotta. Apparently it's got to be regatte um, for dessert. And we're doing um, mashed potatoes with mozzarella which my girlfriend who is engaged to a super Italian guy from um, Queens, he's like, this is what we always had for Thanksgiving. Uh, meatballs, I think a lasagna. Wow. I love how different it is. That's such a, man, you got my head turning. This is. Right. Your mom would be all over I know. It. So my mom, you guys, she's been on the pod. You guys know Shredded Sprout, Tina Holloway. Loki has a crush on Kendra. She's like, you're hanging out with Drizzle Kitchen. Oh my God, you know Drizzle Kitchen. So the blogging community of food bloggers is like a thing. Like you guys, or I don't know, is it a thing for you? It's a thing for my mother. It really is. It is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love your mom. She's the best. She's great. So Tina, maybe we do a theme. Sounds fun. Cool. So tell us, tell us how you got to be a star, a shining star. I started cooking... Uh, forever ago my um I'm the youngest of three by many many years and I was just kind of always where my mom was you know like they didn't you know you don't pay attention to the third one the same way you pay attention to the first one and she was a really great cook so I was always in the kitchen with her she died when I was little 
And then it was just me and my dad. And, you know, he was like Midwest guy. He knew how to grill and make rice aroni. And I was like, that is, that is not going to work for me. So I started cooking. Like I started making my mom's recipes. And then I started exploring new recipes. I became a vegetarian when I was a teenager. And my dad was awesome. He really, he really embraced that and allowed me to explore it and thrive and just cook random crazy stuff that he's, he's never had and I've never had. And I got all these new cookbooks and I was just super inspired by that. I think specifically to dive into the, the more wellness aspect of eating. Mm-hmm. It, you know, at that time, healthy food was like broiled chicken breast and totally. plain green beans. It was disgusting. So I went to school for food science and nutrition. <clears throat> and after I did like little catering stuff in high school for my dad's company and, you know, my sister's companies. And I went to school for food science and nutrition and I loved it, but I didn't want to be a dietitian. I just, I didn't want to be in a hospital. I didn't want to consult people who didn't necessarily want to eat healthy, but they had a medical thing. So I had to. And so I worked at Williams-Sonoma. I opened some stores, did some culinary programming for them and moved back to Chicago from Ohio and started cooking for one of my sister's girlfriends. She had a big family. She knew I had a background in nutrition. She wanted some help. And it kind of sparked this idea. I was like, God, people need help. People don't really know how to cook nutritionally. Right. And they want more time to do the things that they want and that they love. And I can give them that time by taking this off their plate. Fun. Not Mm -hmm. true. Like, you know, you, I was, I'm able to give our clients back time for them to either be with their kids more or see their parents more or volunteer for charities and take, take that stuff off of their daily routine that they don't necessarily love or know how to do. Totally. So that's kind of how Drizzle was born. That was like 15 years ago. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, when, when I started it, just like every entrepreneur who listens to this podcast and you know, you grind. Yeah, totally. You grind for like the first three or four years. I think I had four jobs. I was trying to build my brand. I was also like, I would, I would do anything people asked me to do anything at any time of the day did not matter. I was teaching um, cooking classes at the chopping block. I was still teaching at Williams Sonoma and doing special events when we needed it. Like it was just, it was a lot. And I made nothing. Like, wow. I made like $40,000. What was the tipping point for it taking off? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, and for you female entrepreneurs listening, I'm sure you all resonate with this. I did a charity dinner for a woman who was on the board or step up women's network. Yeah. And she, I did a dinner for her for her 40th birthday. She, the next day sent my information to everyone in her black book. She was a, a very well-known stylist in the city. And that was, I mean, that was it. It just opened up so many doors for me. So That's many so doors. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and my, um, my, one of my best friends was previously the dietitian for the Cubs and they were always looking for private chefs and you know, they don't Google private chef. Right. When, you know, when you're in that world, they want, Someone you know. they yeah. want to know someone. Yeah. So it was the combination of those two things that really helped kind of catapult me. Uh, and I still work with some of the Cubs players. I work with Carrie Wood and Sarah Wood all the time. I adore them. So I'm cool. Just, Cause Carrie has taken his health so seriously. I was able to uh, watch Kendra speak live at, um, what was that health fair called? Yeah, it was uh, Salveo 2020. It was such a great event and you were so great with Don, but it was so cool to hear Carrie too, like how serious he's taken his health and how much his life has changed. You were a big part of that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. I started working with Carrie at the very end of his career. Um, so I didn't really, I feel like 
I feel like we could have had a lot more fun if I had started with them earlier. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're great. I have nothing but amazing things to say about them. And I, and I'm lucky because they, they talked to me to a lot of other players and they referred me to them. So it's really this referral of people who trust you. Um, and especially women, it's amazing. The female community. And that's how we can have each other's back too and put each other on. Totally. So what's, Kind of go through your philosophy because I know you do have a healing philosophy, how the mind, the body connection, it's, it all works together. Can you share with us how that was born and where that comes from and what you believe? So I, again, I was a vegetarian when I was in high school when nobody, like, you know, everyone was eating lean cuisine and that was the healthy thing. Oh my gosh. You remember that? What were we thinking? Oh no. And they were not good. So I was like, this, there has to be something better. Like this actually cannot be how you eat healthy. Um, and also I apologize if you hear snorting noises. In the yeah. They're like, Laura, head. can you stop deep breathing? That is not make her talk. They're like, Laura's <laughs> grunting. <laughs> is straight on pig grunting a bone on my leg. This is why I'm sitting on a whore. If you can't tell. Kendra is the cutest Frenchie in the world. Um, but he grunts like a pig. So so food for me, it was always, I, I knew that I knew there was a, an aspect of wellness and nutri- the nutritional aspect of food that wasn't just about counting calories or only eating grilled chicken breast. I'm like, there has to be something different. So going to school was really interesting because um, at the time when I was there, it was still, you know, food guide pyramid, three glasses of milk a day. And, and still I was like, this can't, this can't be right. Like, there are people with food allergies who can't drink milk. So what do they do? How do you, how do you consult for them? And there really wasn't any way that we were taught to work with clients like that. Um, you know, that was in like 2000, I guess. So fast forward, I just kind of started learning on my own and I really wanted to understand how food could affect you, how it affects your sleep, how water affects you, how, how sleep affects you movement and things like that. So through the course of working with my clients, more research coming out, my connections with people in the wellness field, I'm really a big believer in listening to your gut. It is hugely important. Everyone is different. So if you listen to a wellness person who says you must eat a certain way, I'm sorry, they're full shit. Not everyone can eat a certain, the exact same way. Everyone's body is different. Your microbiome is different. The way that your blood is structured is different. So really being in tune with yourself, eating nutritionally dense foods. I I think that those are actually my two biggest things and being kind to yourself also, you know, I mean, I think COVID has really thrown all of us for a loop. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, Kendra, you should not drink a glass of wine every night. And I'm like, you know what? I need to keep my emotions in check. Okay. So, so that's what I'm going to do. And and I'm going to be okay with it. You know, to a certain point, like I think that we are so hard on ourselves, especially in the states, and and I'm happy to hear the conversation turning a little bit. Totally, it's absolutely turning. Like this conversation, at least in our circle, is more mainstream. Um, I don't know if it is across the board, and it's going to take some time in the U.S. But I love that. So know yourself, pay attention to your gut, know what your body needs, and eat nutrient dense foods drink enough water and get enough sleep is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, absolutely. And the easiest thing and the one thing that I tell people, if you take nothing away from this, eat the rainbow and not Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell them, teach us. 
No, legit. That's what my boyfriend had for dinner last night. And I was like, that doesn't count. It does not count. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah, eat the rainbow. It, it's a really easy philosophy. I try to eat vegetables at every single meal, which is not always the easiest for people to do. So I think the easier way to just remember is this little snippet, eat the rainbow. You know, if your plate is all white or all brown or all gray, kind of change a little bit of something on there and you'll feel better. I love that. So we have a lot of busy people on the line and they all have the ability to prep. So if you were in your grind again, like starting back 10 years ago, how would you set yourself up for success in the week? Like what would your fridge look like? Like how would you mentally be preparing? I would have things that I knew I could toss together mindlessly. You know, like I'm a big fan of scrambled eggs for dinner. And if you can eat eggs, it's such an easy, great source of protein. You can get such good quality eggs for half the price of what one steak would cost you, a dozen eggs. You know, that's like six meals. And you can throw tons of vegetables in there. So many vegetables. I'm trying to think of what like my, my basic kit, my basic fridge would be. Eggs, spinach, hummus. If you want to buy it or if you want to make it, great. Um, something to dip in that hummus. I eat a lot of almonds. Like things that I can not even think about and, and do spinach. You can add to everything. If you, even if you get like frozen soup or prepared soup, throw a handful of baby spinach in there. You won't taste it. It's going to add a ton of nutrients. A lot of people, I mean, from a cost perspective, it's better to cut and prep your own vegetables. But if you don't have time for that, and the only way that you're going to actually cook is if it's already prepared for you. Great. Get the chopped stuff. Shredded Brussels sprouts are so easy to have on hand. Those you can just throw in the oven or saute in a pan. So I think if you have a handful of vegetables that you know what to do with, that's a really great place to start. And you can also, like a lot of grocery stores I know now will, I don't know if they still do because of COVID, but they used to like grill a chicken breast if you want. They do. Like you, they do at Mariano's here in Chicago. Like they would, you, you know, you can buy the raw chicken and they do it for you. Or you can, you know, get a piece of salmon and they'll do that. So I, I think... Having a few things that make sense to you, that make you feel good, that are nutritionally dense, that you can just kind of, even when you go to the grocery store and you're like, I don't know what I want, you can just mindlessly grab those things. It's helpful to have that. Totally. What about for dinner? Like throwing a piece of salmon in the oven, like having chicken, salmon ready to go? Like what do you... Sheet pan dinners. If you guys haven't heard of sheet pan dinners, they're just the best. Do you have some on your site? I don't yet. I have all these new recipes that I have yet to shoot and film. Um, but sheet pan dinners are great because you can, you know, do a marinated piece of salmon, throw some broccoli on that tray, and then maybe chop up some white potatoes or sweet potatoes, drizzle with olive oil, 15 minutes, and your entire dinner is done. That's amazing. Yeah. Because you work with a ton of high-performing clients. Is there anything that they've all, like, had in common? And, like, what has eating clean supported them in the growth in their life and their family's life? Yeah. I, I mean, we, we worked with a lot of athletes and so for them, performance eating was super important. So for them, it was really a specific ratio of fat carbs, pre-workout, post-workout, game day stuff. Um, but a lot of our other clients also have reached out to us because they're either going through cancer treatment. Wow. And we will work with our doctors to tailor things. We've been doing a lot of keto for our clients that are going through chemotherapy. Wow. Um, typically neurological issues. Keto seems to actually work really well because your brain thrives on fat. So that's been super interesting and has helped them a lot. Um, it's so interesting that you say that because 
my body, I think differently after I have like a perfect bar, which has high fat and also an avocado, like those two things, I'll always say these make me feel so good. And my brain starts working different after I consume those things around like 1130 in the afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's really great fiber because they're made of, you know, whole nuts. So your body digests it all differently. What about, what about boosting your immune system in 2020? So obviously the media is not telling us to um, go to the gym and do at-home workouts and boost our immune systems and eat high-dense uh, nutritious foods, but you can. So tell us what to do um, to stay healthy through the next six months to a year, however long this is going to go on. Yeah, I mean, every winter I really promote with my clients more vitamin C, more vitamin D, um, elderberry extract, uh, zinc is super helpful. I cycle lysine through an antiviral, but I don't take it every day. You know, I'll take it maybe for a week and then pause for a week or two and then take that again. As far as supplements go, you probably want to check with your doctor and make sure that it doesn't affect anything else. Or like if you have a thyroid issue, you don't want it to affect, you know, any of the medication that you're taking. But there's some really simple things like vitamin D is huge, specifically for COVID. If you look at the research, you know, Dr. Fauci has said it. There's tons of literature, scientific literature talking about vitamin D, um, which we all have a hard time with in winter anyway, especially in Chicago. Yeah, we have a we have a large audience here. So doubling up on that vitamin D is huge. It's like the basic stuff that we all know we're supposed to do. And you just you just don't. <laughs> I don't know. We are stubborn. Those are the things that I am doing currently. I'm really trying to work out every day. I'm trying to get outside also every day. I love that. Even if it's cold out, bundle up, go for a 10 minute walk, get some fresh air. I think mentally that might be more important than actually physically. Totally. That has just, that has a huge influence on your body too. So hundred mm-hmm. percent. What have you learned this year? I know it's been a crazy and awakening year for you. What have you taken away from 2020? What lessons has it taught you? Well, for your audience who doesn't know me during quarantine, I shattered my wrist, which was so fun. Um, shattered my wrist, had surgery, two plates, 10 screws. Um, my boyfriend that I had been with at the time for almost a decade, we broke up moved out, uh, kind of restructured my business, which I'm still, you know, I'm working on some super fun stuff. Had a second surgery a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's been a lot of things. Um, but I don't know that I would have restructured my business the same way if I didn't have the time to really sit and think about how I wanted to grow. I was kind of complacent and like easy coasting in my business. And I, I really needed someone to like kick me in the ass to to get my creative brain, I think, spiraling into new ideas. So I'm really, like, I'm really, really excited, but it is impossible. It would have been impossible for me to shift the way that I have without the time I've been gifted Mm. because of COVID, because of my surgery recoveries and things like that. So going, I think going into my surgeries and knowing how long the recoveries were going to be, I was scared. I was nervous. I thought I would lose business. I thought it would be wasted time. And I had to switch my frame of mind Mm -hmm. to make it quality time, like gifted time that I never would have had before. And I'm just grateful that I was able to do that. Um, and, and, and make something super cool out of it. Like I've written some books during that time. I'm, you know, I'm totally changing my website. I'm writing new recipes. I shot new recipes. Like it's been a really awesome creative experience. 
So cool. So you shed what was no longer serving you. You paused and you remained creative, you know, and that's, I think what a lot of us have done. Well, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I had my days of like drinking a bottle of wine with a straw crying. Like this is not, this is not rainbows and ponies. I mean, I had my ups and downs, <laughs> but you know, you can always look back and forget the terrible days and just remember the amazing days. So I don't want people to think that, you know, my life is all glitter and. No, but one thing that I admire about you is even in your most challenging moments, like you, you do remain super joyful and kind and just like a optimistic human in my experience. (laughs) For me, it makes me feel better Mm -hmm. when I, when I'm angry or when I project like disappointment in an unhealthy way, like it doesn't make me feel better to yell at somebody. Right. So I'm like, how do I, how can I still be sad or be upset, but not sit with that emotion longer than I need to. So, and it's not covering it up with happiness because that's not healthy either. But I mean, now you can't really tell when someone smiles at you, but I love smiling at people. Like it's contagious. And so you got to really look at their eye creases now. Okay. So on your website, there's a lot to navigate. Walk us through, like, if I were to go to your site, where should I go to make my life more healthy, effective, efficient? Where do we go? Or do we get your, your favorite recipe book? Yes. So, so I have a cookbook that I wrote two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, my expertise lies in allergy adaptable food. So the recipes that I do are all pretty flexible if you have an allergen or if you don't, because I wanted, I didn't want people to feel like they couldn't make something just because they couldn't eat dairy or they couldn't eat peanuts. And so I try to make everything. And you have tons of gluten-free stuff. Almost everything you cook is gluten-free. Right. Everything is gluten-free and peanut-free. And then um, it's all allergy adaptable to be free from the top eight food allergens to make it, like I said, successful for anybody. Um, so the first cookbook uh, you can get through my website. It's also Amazon. It's called Drizzle Kitchen Favorites. And then during during my recovery of surgery, I wrote an ebook, which I'm super excited about. It is called Clean It Up. So it's a five day plan for basically like resetting your your life using food. And I, I do I talk about you know my philosophy like cutting out coffee a few days before, cutting out drinking. You can do that part or you can just do the recipes. So it's, I mean, I love the recipes. I eat them all the time. You know, even when I'm not doing like a quote unquote clean week, um, but they're, they're, they're super tasty. And those are some of the recipes that I do when I do wellness retreats. Uh, and then I have a lot of other fun stuff in the works, other eBooks and some courses coming out down the road. But then we also just launched a membership platform on the website. Okay. That's amazing. Tell us about this. <laughs> So the membership platform is going to, you can do a monthly or you can do an annual and it's going to give you access to a specific set of recipes that no one else gets access to. It's going to be a Zoom, one Zoom cooking class a month. So you get to be live with me and asking questions and, you know, walking through a recipe. Weekly menus, tips and tricks, like you'll get an email over the weekend. Yeah. So lots of like, lots of good videos to help simplify prep process. You know, like awesome. how to properly peel ginger. What do you do with ginger when you're done? Like, what if you're not going to use it for a month? You throw it away. You don't. You're going to have to sign up to find out what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> she really does have the most jaw-dropping hacks because I've just been to so many dinner parties with her. I watch her. I'm like, why have I never thought of that? 
That is amazing. So yeah, I, I'm sure there's tons of hacks in there. So Instagram is probably the easiest way to, to connect with me. If you want to message me if you have questions, direct message on Instagram is a great way to reach me. She's super interactive. Um, her followers are known as Drizzlers. Tina is one of them, my mother. So we can all go to your site, stalk you, stalk your Instagram, find all your goodies because... We all need help. We all need support. And I just trust that Kendra's done the research I really don't want to do to create all these incredible meals and make them clean. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign up for all of this. And it's going to come out the week that you're listening to this, right? The five-day clean it up, which is so exciting. So check that out. Being an entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, what have you learned? Like what are your maybe your top three lessons that you've learned in your process? Uh, number one because I didn't do this and it's caused lots of issues, uh, get your finances in order. Mm. Like talk to somebody about how to structure your finances. Should you get a loan? Should you get an investor? Like should, you know, my, I'm lucky that my business kind of grew organically. So I didn't really need that. But then that also made it difficult when I grew to understand how to actually get more money to do the things I wanted to invest in to continue growing the business. Smart. So I think having somebody who can even just talk you through it, very helpful. Connecting with people and not being, not being unabashedly afraid to ask questions, I think is super important. Nobody knows everything. I don't know everything about cooking. I have plenty to learn. I, you know, I do food photography for, for brands and I'm currently taking a course on food photography to learn more about it. Like you have to always learn and you, like, yes, you're an expert, you can be an expert, but also still continue learning about that specific thing. And so I think it's, it's very easy when you're an entrepreneur to try to put on that badge of like, I know exactly what I'm doing all the time, but you don't. So <laughs> it's okay to admit it and just keep learning because um, things change also, you know, you have to shift. Uh, so that's number two. Number three is um, make sure you charge your worth. Mm. I did that for a long time. And especially as a woman, especially as a woman, um, imposter syndrome is a real thing. And I mean, I still deal with it now. I still, I really have a hard time with it. So I lean on my girlfriends who are in, you know, one of my best friends in New York um, works for a, works for Scooter Braun and she brokers deals. So she like contracts, brokers stuff, talks to big leagues all day. And she is the person that I talk to when I need help with that aspect of my business. And then I have other girlfriends who are more creative and I, and I bounce ideas off of them, you know, other chefs when, when I need those sorts of, or that sort of feedback. So I think knowing, getting advice from people who are better at those things than you are and really utilizing those relationships. Such powerful advice and so tangible across the board, no matter what we do. How have you grown your own inner confidence to charge what you're worth? and put these books out and keep creating because that takes guts it's hard it's so hard I really I mean I definitely get hit with the imposter syndrome bug often and I think when I do so so I have taken snapshots and I add them to my phone the favorite file I take snapshots of people who dm me things like I love your recipes I love you know when people send me positive reinforcement I have to keep it to remind myself because that's that. helping me is to revisit that. And then I also, I keep a gratitude journal. I never did it. I was like, I don't need a journal. I'm fine. Um, no, it actually works. <laughs> it actually really does help. I don't always have time to journal for 20 minutes, but I have time to journal for three minutes 
and I can write down three things that make me grateful. And it's interesting what happens when you have to think about that. Mm-hmm. So you really visit, I think, pieces of your day that you wouldn't have otherwise. That's what helped me, I think, understand and be grateful for that time during my surgery recovery or my time during, you know, quarantining, things like that, that you could otherwise just be super negative Nelly about. So beautiful. And it makes a lot of sense why you operate the way you do. And and is a lot of it also just taking action scared and not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like sometimes you just go in blind and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. But I have plenty of wine. I'll like <laughs> see you. Like she goes on like live TV. You, you've been on like Today shows, right? I see you on Today Show, but I'm on. Yeah, I'm on a lot of. Well, I used to be on a lot of news programs before COVID. Thanks. But I'd be like, how does she do that? Are you nervous? I love it. I love TV. I love it. (laughs) I'm a weirdo. Like I, I, because again, because I'm a cartoon character. It's I don't know. I'm a Leo. You know. You are like so cute. (laughs) What would you? What advice would you give to your younger self? Listen to people whose lives you want to live like. I took advice from a lot of people who were close friends or family, but didn't live a life that I saw myself living when I was older. Um, and, and I think I took that advice way too much to heart and it prevented me from growing at that time the way that I wanted to. So powerful. So, so, and that's challenging because sometimes the advice you hear from the people you love is, is not where you want to be, you know? So. Right. And it, it's okay. Like your, your mom or your dad or your brother might not think it's a good idea to leave corporate America because, oh my God, you won't have a 401k and how are you with health insurance? Like, you know what? Millions of people do it and they figure it out. So, you know, so it's, I really, yeah, I really took too much advice and listened to too many people who didn't have the same life that I wanted to lead as I got older. And now you're creating a pathway for so many to look up to, which is so cool. Cause you, yeah, it's, it's super, super cool to see what you're doing about to, you know, even step up a notch even more. Um, what's important to you going into the new year that you want people to know? That is important to me. Um, I really want people to value their relationships and the time they have together more. And for me, that involves food of course, you know, so I, it's funny. I mean, so much of my business has changed during this period of time, but I've been doing a lot of cooking classes over zoom. Never in my life would I have thought like, you know, like, no, my clients all want me in their home. It's this experience. No, everyone now is like super happy on zoom. And it's been really cool. I've done a bunch of college girls who all, you know, have families and live all over the country. And we all do a zoom class together and, you know, like they catch up, we make dinner, they ask me questions. So that's been super fun. And that's for me been such a pleasure to watch people who don't normally cook or don't have the time to cook. And they're creating these new experiences with their families and their kids are seeing that happen too. You know, it's so cool. I love the theme idea. I love virtual parties scheduled on the calendar. I love small gatherings if we make them safe <laughs> and appropriate right? But they are the things that we remember, right? Those girlfriend nights that we've thrown together. Right. Well, and I will, so I will say also one thing I love about Thanksgiving, we usually do this with a family. We go around and we say, you know, things we're grateful for, or we have a little grit gratitude tree and everyone puts leaves on it and you can write stuff on. 
Another thing that you can do, since we're not all going to be there together, you can write a letter. So write a letter to one person that you're just super thankful for and write it on Thanksgiving morning. You know, make your cup of coffee, write a, write a beautiful letter to somebody that you're just happy in your life and send it to them. Like, it's such a nice surprise to get mail like that. And, and I think it makes you feel good. It'll make them feel good. So those are the little things that I'm trying to help create and build memories in a new way for our clients. I'm going to take that on. I just had like five people that I'm going to send letters to that, that popped in my head. That's a really, really smart idea. And I love that. And it's different and it's fun. And that's something that we could take on every year moving forward. Totally. Cool. Is there anything that you haven't shared that's important that you, that you want the people on the line to know about you, about their health, about their life, about their business, about anything that you've learned? Because you really are at a place where a lot of people want to be. Um, gosh. Uh... No, I mean, I just today, earlier today, this, this is what I'll say. I, so I'm building out all this new stuff on my website. And I thought that I knew exactly how I wanted it to be structured and this and cost. And I reached out to a few different people and it was more helpful than I could have ever expected. Completely changed the way that I thought about it, the way that I structured it, sent me help, like, like different links and advice and SEO stuff and all the things that I didn't really consider I will never stop valuing other people's help Mm. with the growth of my business but again it's the specific people that you get the advice from um and I mean that's I feel like I've experienced that more this year than ever totally totally Um, we've had to lean into each other and learn I think everyone had to get off a pedestal and say how are we going to navigate this how are we going to create what's the new world how are we doing it together crazy also cooking isn't scary (laughs) that's one thing too i think people are even even still people who aren't cooking because they think it's just too much to tackle and i can and i totally get it i mean i've been cooking forever so for me it's second nature but um there are really easy ways to start and some really easy things to do like on my website i have kitchen basics there's a whole section of recipes that are just it's like how to cook quinoa Cause you know what? People don't know how to cook quinoa and I don't blame them. The instructions are always wrong on those bags. You don't cook it for 20 minutes. <laughs> wow. It's true though. Even the name is intimidating to some people. I know. <laughs> so I like, I'm happy when people just start somewhere and I, I would, I guess that that's the message that I want to wrap up with is like, don't be scared to get in the kitchen because you don't have to make beef bourguignon the first meal you make. You right. Can just well the right way and you should feel proud of that that'd be amazing I love it I love that what does it mean to for you in life to activate I think to activate means to really dig in and hone in on what brings you joy and how you can do that every day so cooking was always my joy but I knew I didn't want to do it in a restaurant you know so I, I had to figure out how to activate that joy, but in a way that would continue being joyful for me. Um, I feel like to me, yeah, to me, that's what it means to activate is to, to have that experience and that passion and love for what I do. I'm just super crazy grateful for it. Yeah. And you give so much permission to so many people by doing it. So thank you for activating your gifts. Thank you for staying joyful. Thank you for finding creative ways to do it. And thank you for taking us so like graciously along with you in all of your platforms, in all of your ways, you include us all in the journey. Thanks, love. It's fun. It's a blessing. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. 
hope you guys enjoyed today's show as much as I did. Absolutely love Kendra. She's become a great friend of mine and uh, she really does have some incredible tips and tricks. So definitely head over to her website and check her out. Stalk her on IG. She's good people if you have questions about all things health and all things recipes and just living a joyful, happy life. I want to shout out another amazing mom-daughter duo in the health industry. They have a podcast called Make Life Delicious. They will be on my podcast as well as we go into you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I want to have some fun recipes for you guys and some things that you can do to make sure we're maxing out these next 50 days, not only in our business, in our health, but also creating amazing, memorable experiences. So Megs and Pegs are a mother-daughter duo and their conversations explore life, food, and the pursuit of happiness. Meg is a certified health coach and her mom, we call her Mama Peggy, is an entrepreneurial foodie with a zesty personality. Together on their podcast, they have tons of kind conversations that you wish you could have with your mom, including alternative health practices, relationships, and family, and maintaining a healthy balance when life gets messy, which, hello, 2020. So they're unpacking all the juicy goodness just for you on their podcast, Make Life Delicious. Another tool for you guys to go figure out how to make Thanksgiving and Christmas fun this year. Go find some recipes. You know, all of us are staying at home. We can be eating more at home. We can be cooking more. We can be exploring more, more new, fun, innovative ways to be healthy, to meal prep, uh, to keep our immune systems boosted, and to just be well so we can stay activated. See you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.